He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Hello, 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 and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your rainbow unicorn hostess with the most is Munoz. And as always, and I wouldn't have it any other way, sitting next to me is my favorite fruit fly, my best gal pal, Marie. <laughs> That's me. There's a term, I mean, there's a lot of terms for uh, girls who hang around gay men. Um, some that we're not allowed to use anymore, right? Because they're derogatory towards women and gay men. Um, and I don't think we use fruit fly anymore. There's another one that's really Oh, so fruit, fruit fly is like... May, it may not. Men. It's better than... Women buzzing around gay men? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Listen, like, you're just calling me an insta- insect. That's right. Oh, my God. We're back in our Times Square studio. Oh, you're all, they're coming after us. They're coming after Marie. She's been oh. hanging around too many gay men. Too they're many like, gay men. Yeah, gotta go. I'm that woohoo girl that's not allowed. <laughs> oh right? no, those woohoo girls. Woohoo! We can't. We woo-hoo! can't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am so excited for today's episode because all month long we are celebrating Pride. pride. Yeah, guys. Yeah, happy we, Pride. Woo! We yeah. are family. I I'm got all my sisters and me. It's raining man. Oh, hallelujah! It's raining man. Amen. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my God! Happy Pride! Happy Pride! He finally came out. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> came out of the closet. Came out of the bathroom. <laughs> you know. Happy Pride! It's so exciting. Happy Pride! And oh this is an even more exciting year because yes. this year we are celebrating the 50th anniversary 50th. of Stonewall. Wow! Right? Oh what, my gosh! What pe- some claim to be the beginning of. You know, yeah. the, the fight for equality. Right. 1969. Also the year Judy Garland passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Only a gay man would know that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> Bluebirds fly. Oh, that's beautiful. A little tear trickles down my... Uh, down you can't your see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drooling. <laughs> My vagina's drooling. It's beautiful. Uh, for uh, your, um, Because it's the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall yeah, riots. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Take it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about uh, that. So the Stonewall Inn. The Stonewall New York Inn. City, Greenwich Village. Do you know? Have you done your homework? Have you put on your historian hat? Well, I have. And I've actually performed there several times. I know you have, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Uh, out of all the places I've seen you perform, Stonewall isn't one of them. Yeah. Funnily enough. Yeah, I love that place. You know, it's an interesting little venue to perform in though yeah like that you weird kind of go in and you're corner. like yeah but also like entering you're like oh my god this place is so historic it's a national monument well, yeah it's a national landmark yeah yeah um, thank you obama thank you obama in 2016 thanks um yeah it's really a special place it is um do you know the history though that lies 
within the place. Why put, put that why, historian why hat on, we please. are celebrating Oh my god, 50 y'all, years. I wish you could see this. Michael is putting on this like bright rainbow colored. <laughs> there's glitter there's and feathers. And feathers. He's put it's a, his historian hat for pride. Uh-huh, there's a cum stain right here. Oh my god, there's I thought it was a cloud, but it's just a cum stain. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Put that historian hat on. Educate the children. Yes, I first need to tell you that as a young gay man, mm-hmm. before I was out completely, mm-hmm. I was going to the Pride March, right? Mm. That happens here in Manhattan. Like, I would take the train and not tell my mother. Really? And, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. How old were you then? Um, like, in my te- late teens, 18, 19. You weren't in school then? College? I was. I was. I would take the train in from Princeton. Oh, yes. I pictured yourself coming in from... From Brooklyn? No, 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 no. I take, oh, okay. Uh, from from Princeton. Princeton. I didn't go That's to Princeton. That's why you didn't. Yeah, yeah okay. I didn't go to oh, Princeton. Girl, Princeton. I went, hmm. went to Westminster Choir College. That's, nice. That's the other it's college close. in Princeton. Oh, nice. Down the block. Well, we'll just tell them Princeton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is important because I remember one of the first Pride Marches I went to, I was standing on Christopher Street, and there were these beautiful lesbian women mm-hmm. um, of color there. Mm-hmm. And that's also important, and you'll understand why in a second. Um, I'm, I get a little emotional. So I'm standing there, and I'm like living my twink dreams and like my poom poom shorts and my tank top <laughs> and my big spiky hair. And someone said something about Stonewall to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, what's Stonewall? What's that? And she was like, excuse me, sir? No, no. And oh, wow. she sat there and gave me an education about it because it was important for mm-hmm. me to know my history and the fight and the struggle. Right. And from that moment on, it's um, I have made an effort to be at every like protest, every march, every... Mm-hmm. everything way before like marriage equality i was going to all the protests at city hall we got like locked out and like oh. wrapped up in nets and things Ooh. yeah crazy huh. so i think the my message here so is you got schooled it that is day. important it's mm-hmm. important to know why and i think it's important that we discuss it before we get into the food side and Absolutely. the gay bars and whatnot so um it, the gay bars were being raided. It was illegal to be homosexual. It was or, illegal. It was yes. illegal. And it was also illegal to dress in clothes uh that weren't your gender. God, that's so crazy. So Stonewall was owned by the mafia. Right. And um, you know, doing the dealings and doing And it was New York, so it was like that scary New York mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone so, was like paying off people. It yeah. Was like, mm, and it know. was uh, and the Stonewall was Infamous, just a regular, uh, yeah. infamous for just being raided, mm. you know, and like people getting carted off and the drag queens and um, the trans people getting beaten and so on and so forth. And so on this night, June 28th, 1969, mm. it got raided mm-hmm. and um, the drag queens and the trans people were like, no, not today, not today. We're not doing this today. Mm. And what would happen is they would line everybody up and have um, you show your ID. Mm. And then female police officers would take um, people who they thought were trans or drag queens into the bathroom to show them what their real gender was. And then they'd get handcuffed. And so as these people were getting thrown into the back of the paddy wagons, word got out in the neighborhood and people Uh started calling people, shit's going down. Mm. And so it like the numbers like were in the hundreds outside of Stonewall. And as people are getting thrown in the paddy wagons, they're like, why are you standing there not doing anything? Mm. 
And so um, all of a sudden, the people started to fight back. They were mm. like, nope. They started to tip over the paddy wagons and enough is enough. And mm-hmm. we owe this big revolution um, to our trans people of color, lesbians, wow. and our um, uh, drag queens of color, Martha P. Johnson, um, Stormé de Laverie, and um, Sylvia, Sylvia Rivera. Oh. Yeah, who organized um, and started, and we're like, wow. no, no more. And then, well, so the rioting, I read that the rioting was happening outside so much that the police officers then hid in Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they uh, started to burn down Stonewall. Yeah. And so the officers had to run out. And was, they were, yeah. Yeah. It, was just, it sounded like insane. Well, but it's about, I mean, it's about time. Yeah. To be persecuted for that long and not do anything about it. It's mm-hmm. like, of course you're going to snap. Yeah, I just listened to a podcast not that long ago. I forget what it was called. Oh, it's in, it's via NPR about um, trends and um, changing. Honk if you love gay people. <laughs> <laughs> um, about trends and changing like the minds of people and mm. how how that happens mm-hmm. and um, the fight for equality and the LGBT cause has is the most um, epic. How did they put it? It was like the most epic and quickly changing. Uh, the Stonewall riots? Cha- no, just like the movement, the gay liberation oh, movement mm-hmm. itself changed the mind, uh, changed, quickly changed the mind of Americans across mm. America faster than any other thing oh, wow. and at any other rate. Yeah. Huh. Isn't it insane? That's amazing. Yeah. So after Stonewall, then. Right after it was the first March. Uh, right, 1970. And then yep. also, I guess that there were, like, I read that, it was, that there was three newspapers that came out, um, and then two organizations immediately formed for LGBT yes. rights. I mean, yeah, for, I mean, we can But go that down. had never been formed before. And these newspapers, no. too, like, celebrating um, that type of lifestyle and, ma- and normalizing yeah. it. There was, I mean, before there was a few things before that, like the Mattachine Society, which was a group right, of right. Uh, men who met up to fight for, you know, civil rights of LGBT people, you know, mm. and they were meeting in secret. Wow, um, it's just yes. amazing that it was just fifty years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's not it's long not that at long all. Ago. I mean, our parents were alive. But remember, I mean, when did when <sighs> did um, when did black people get the right to vote? I know. When did women get the right to vote? It's really right. actually not I know, America, that long ago. We're, we're a very young country when we exactly. think about it. You know? Um, so, so, yeah, that's a little bit of history. We could fall down a hole of right. history. Well, how cool that we live in New York City where this stuff, you know, where Stonewall was. We go to Stonewall. We go to the duplex. We mm-hmm. hang out in the Greenwich Village. We see we're amongst, like, the coolest fucking people in the world. Some of the best drag queens oh in the world. Oh, my God. Shout yes. out Marty Cummings. Marty Cummings. Who's doing, uh, speaking of, like... Killing you, it. Killing it. Speaking of drag queens who or use activists. their voice, yeah. mm-hmm. voices, you know? Yeah, look up Marty Cummings if, yeah. you, if you haven't heard our episode with, with him. Him, exactly. But in... In the in the steed, what what's the word I'm looking for? In the, you know, in the in the uh, inspired by people like Martha P. Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. in that in their stead, that's yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, 
Oh, it's really neat. Yeah, it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. But today, I, I thought it would be fun to well to kick about, off Pride to kick sure. off Pride. Uh-huh. You know, talk about like all the fabulous gay bars and all the gay bars that have food. Food. Yes. Oh, so y'all aren't just eating cock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are. Listen, you can't discriminate. The listen. The lesbians, the L, uh-huh. the Bs, the uh-huh. Ts, the Qs. Yep. All Hello. that. Hello. They don't all eat cock. <laughs> no, they don't. I just, no. you and me. Just just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> right? And some of us just don't eat at all. Because what I found um, in researching like the document for this is that there isn't a database out there. Oh, really? Like you, y'all go, you, go try to Google gay, uh, best gay bars with food. Won't find them. Oh, really? Them. Nope. It's just, they'll... Excuse me, I'm burping. They'll just have like best gay bars in America, I'm sure, yeah, but they don't talk about the food. The food. Oh. And I want to start with uh, one of the oldest gay bars in New York City. Ooh. Which, um, as you know, as you may think, it's, is Stonewall, but it's not, people. Really? It is not. Huh. It is Julius. 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 Don't you go there? Yes. I've talked about Julius before because they have the most amazing hamburger. Oh. There's like a grease pit in the... Yes. Oh, yum. Yum. So it's been there since the 60s? It has been there actually. Julius has been there since um, the 1860s. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Yeah. First opened in the (gasps) 1860s and was attracting gay patrons by the 1950s. Oh my goodness. And now this here's another little bit of history. Oh wow, you um, still got the cum stain hat uh, on. Uh, yeah, with all the feathers and the <laughs> glitters yes. and the sequins. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um before the Stonewall riots, um it was Julius was um the place where the first kind of protest happened. Oh. Um these men staged what is called a sip-in. So if the bartender suspected that you were gay, uh-huh. you weren't allowed to be in the bar. They weren't allowed to serve you. And so there's this famous uh, picture that's up in Julius. I need to take you because mm-hmm. the, the picture's there. They were going to – these guys went in and they were like, you need to serve us. Uh-huh. Like we are, we are not um, a detriment to society. And also gay men couldn't face away from the bar because then that – also meant you were trying to cruise or pick people up. So you, oh, had, if you like, had your back towards the bar. Towards the bar. Your, oh, my God. Yeah. So there's this famous picture of the bartender starting to pour a drink and then uh, putting his hand over it. I think it was in the Village Voice. Oh. And they were like, we're not leaving. You're going to serve us. And they staged what was called a sip-in. It was like the, fir- the first protest before Stonewall happened. Wow. Did yeah. they ever get served? Uh, um, I don't think they did. Uh, but wow. they, they ended up suing. And winning and getting that law stricken from the book. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, so shout out to Stonewall. Oh my God. And uh, Stonewall, no. So, so shout out to Julius. Julius, yeah. Yes. Wow. And so. And is that close to Stonewall? Is that yeah, it's right around the, the block. Oh, okay. It's right around the block. They, Do you know why that area is such like, I mean, I, I assume I know that area as being like the gay area of town. I don't know. I I would you know? assume I mean I think we would have to dive deep into more history books and uh-huh. and a black hole of just like right. um what do you call it? Like not gentrification but of like communities right. and people moving and right. why pe- certain people congregate in certain yeah. areas. It's I, probably I mean, the arts. Well, I mean cuz the Greenwich Greenwich Village was huge in the 60s for the 
you know. Arts, but then also was the East Village. Like it was, right, it was grimy too, and full of. I mean, New York. And, it's New York. And cheap. Yeah. So, I, I mean, even Times Square was full of like gay prostitutes, and that's right. where you go. Right. Right. Yeah. Right outside. Right down. The right stairs down. From, the, I can literally see. See, see the a gay prostitute. Still a needle on the street right there. <laughs> um, but. There is a war. Well, I'm I'm being dramatic between two bars for the oldest gay bar in America. Really? Yeah. Um, allegedly, Cafe <laughs> Lafitte in Exile in New Orleans is allegedly oh. the first gay bar. Okay. In America, uh, dating in to New ni- Orleans. Yeah, dating to 1933, Cafe Lafitte bills itself as the oldest continuing operate continuously operating gay bar in the U.S. and is open 24-7. Yes, holla! Uh, <laughs> and offers a casual downstairs bar and more upscale lounge with a balcony. Do I want to go there? Yeah, the reason, um, legend has it, um, Cafe Lafitte once served literary luminaries like Truman Capote and Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams! Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. That's cool! But, but the White Horse, the White Horse, the White Horse Bar in Oakland... Also opened in 1933, the same year as Cafe Lafitte. I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> the White Horse also lays claim to being America's oldest gay bar. Initially, the White Horse was a bit closeted with no windows and a no-touching policy. I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Yet at the same time, I was drawn to it, overpowered by it. Bill Jones told the East Bay Express in 2001, there were all these beautiful guys there, very attractive, clean-cut collegiate types. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it was uh. also appeared in HBO's series Looking. Looking. You know? I met the director at a wedding. Yeah? Yeah. And was, now, now you're sitting in And our, now I'm still <laughs> in our Times Square studio. Yeah. I thought I was going to be the big next big thing. It's like yeah. that's how you that's how you make it happen. Showbiz. I know. But no. Nope. Never heard from him. Nope. Um, Maybe you should just hang out at like the old gay bars. <laughs> Right? That's what you should do. We should go right. like sing at all the old gay piano bars. Yeah, and then and make like, it. That's how I get. In. A chair is still a chair. <laughs> I went to Marie's Crisis recently. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, I hadn't been there. In, uh, I mean, that's not a gay. That's not a gay bar, though. I, I it? think it's like. I mean, it's a safe haven for all gay types. bar. Gay bar by default, just right. because it's a musical it's theater, twenty four seven musical. But they're. I had to stop going just because they're too... They're so serious. They're so serious. Well, I was actually kind of anxious to go. A friend of mine was visiting and I was like, oh, you want to go to Marie's Crisis? Oh my God. I'm, I get nervous going there because of that very thing. There's people that like, like they own that place. <laughs> yeah. there, there are regulars there that if yeah. they're singing, you're not allowed to speak. Right. Or whatnot. Right. And right. It, it's, it's a little too serious. But I, I pretended like I didn't know like how this place worked although i did mm-hmm. and i sat down me and my friend sat right by the piano and my friend was like can we sit here i was like yes we can yes mm-hmm. and we sang she you know she's a mother of two like this was she the kids were left home in chicago so the ladies were out to play so like this was a big night for her so we made it and it was awesome and everyone was fantastic it is i need to take you to the monster um, oh to yeah because that's a little bit more fun because everyone's kind of 
there and people are talking and boozing uh-huh. and it's I've a little bit more. I've never re- been to the monster. It's relaxed. There are very many stories of me sitting on that piano singing. Really, Swanee, how I love you, how I love oh you, my, my dear old Swanee. Well, so where do you go out when you go out? Because you go. I out. do go out. Um, New York City has changed so much. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. There, I mean, we used to only hit the Chelsea bars, and then uh-huh. for a minute, we only used to hit all the bars in Hell's Kitchen. And now we really try to diversify our portfolios. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. We really do. I just, I can't, <laughs> I just can't be in one place. Like, I mean, Friday night, I was down in the East Village on Avenue C, you know, at this, par- at this party called Chunk. Chunk. <laughs> yes. For wow. Bi- I you bl- w- yeah, that ma- that seems fitting for you. I was wow, wow. <laughs> I was literally. I said, <laughs> I said to all my friends, I go. It was the first time in my life where I wasn't sucking in, but bu- the opposite, <laughs> pushing out. I pushing literally out. was pushing my belly out because I was surrounded by all these big, beautiful men, and I was the tiniest thing there, and nobody was here for me. <laughs> they were like, "What are you doing here?" Chunk. It was a party. Yeah, or is the bar called Chunk? No, um, the party was called Chunk because, uh, um, you know, it's just a party for big men. And oh, my friends wanted to go. Big and beautiful boys. Yeah. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Where's my, I need a big ladies party. Yeah, I bet you there is. I bet there is. I big, bold, and beautiful bitches. Yeah. Oh, let's start Hello. it now. I mean, that would be really popular. I don't know yeah. where the girls... I mean, I know the two bars where the ladies hang out, but... You know, um, that also is a thing that we're very segregated with the lesbian and gay. Yeah. Yes. You know, well, you know, as a heterosexual white woman who I love a great gay bar and I love a lesbian bar, um, I do get intimidated. Not going to lie, especially at the lesbian bars, because I get hit on a lot and I love it. But then I also don't want to lead anybody on. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, you're in a space and you have to know, recognize what space you're in. And mm-hmm. so you have to, you know, if you're in this space with other, you know, LGBTQ folk, right. like, you know, you got to let it be known a little. Like, right. hey, I'm like, this is not. But um, last time I was in Nashville, my mom was so excited to take us to uh, drag brunch. <gasps> oh, my God. Where? Yeah. Um, woo. Wu Tangs, that's not it. Uh, no, it is called something like something House of Woos or something. I'll look it up. In where? <laughs> it's in Nashville. Okay, look yeah, it up. Tell me all about it. Well, so well, uh, first off, so fucking cool that my mom was the one that was like, you know what we should do is go to drag brunch. You know, Susie Wong's Susie House, Wong's House of Yum House of Yum Asian fusion destination with a two level patio cocktail list and kitschy soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> My mom came up with that for us to go, and it was so cool. It was so fun. Katie and I were in town, and she took us took us to drag. Brunch. Do you remember the drag queens that were there? Uh, there was just one. I can't remember her name, but she was fantastic. She did Dolly Parton, of course. Yes. Um, Jolene. Jolene for yeah. sure. Um, but the best part was my sister's ex and now ex. I loved him, but he came and I have to give him props because he's, I, I think that it made, you know, he's, I wouldn't say, uh, your type of man that would normally go to drag brunch. I huh. think I'm pretty sure it was his first time going to any sort of drag show. Um, but he was, he was fine. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> I think, I don't, 
do you know this about me? I've, my parents are divorced a long time. Right. And like my father's entire family, he's one of 10, disappeared from my life for a very, very long time mm. until about 10 years ago. Right? Yeah, we do uh, not talk about your daddy. No. Um, no, daddy cannot find me. No. <laughs> As you're wearing a shirt that says daddies. <laughs> yes, I know. But um, so my aunts um, come to New York uh, from Puerto Rico every so often. And um, they know I'm like when we reconnected, I was just out and proud. And I was Good. like, this is, Fuck yeah. yeah. I, where the hell have you been? Right. <laughs> right. You know, this is me. Um, and so, <laughs> and so I wanted to take them. First off, I have a lesbian aunt that nobody talks about. She doesn't even on talk that about side it. of the family. On my father's side, oh, nobody talks about okay. it. Two special mm-hmm. moments. They came through the city. Uh, two of them came to the city, and we were walking through, and we had dinner. And I was like, "Let's go out for a drink." And one of my, uh, I was with the lesbian aunt and another aunt. And I was like, "I just want to go for a drink, one quick drink." And they're like, "Okay, we have to go back to the hotel." And I walked them into um, Flaming Saddles, which is um, a right. country western gay bar here. And when my lesbian aunt realized where we needed, where we were, mm-hmm. right, because all the pride flags, and she's like, oh, we're in a gay bar. She was like, we need a picture. We need a picture. We need a picture right now. And I was like, okay, like, give me a second. Like, right. she was like, no, now. And I, and I realized, oh, this is like a really oh. big moment because she's in a gay bar with her gay nephew and she needed oh. to like, really like. This is a very like monument. moment. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for us. Like, yes, we need a picture. But, then they came back, and I go, we're going to drag brunch. And I took these ladies to drag brunch <laughs> with a couple of my cousins, and they were like, they talked about cum guzzling and all the things. Oh, they and didn't talk about that at Susie Wong's. No, they <laughs> did here in New York, and wow. it, was gr- it was great. And my aunts were living. Living, so got fun. them wa- I got them wasted. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I think that place closed. Mm. I was just told too. Intermezzo. R.I.P. Yeah. And with World Pride upon us, hello, <gasps> where are we gonna go for drag brunch if Intermezzo's closed? Oh, uh, I don't know. Where? I don't know. The food was terrible though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Drag brunch in the city, um, the food is terrible. But the drinks are always flowing. I right? mean, it does not stop. It doesn't stop. Cool. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I think this is a perfect segue into our favorite part of the podcast. I wonder what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Food News Update! Jonathan Van Ness is the new face of the most gorgeous beer you've ever seen. What? It sparkles just like him. Thanks, Tess Coleman from Delish.com. Wow. Face, the face for beer. Yes. I would not place him as a beer drinker. No. I've served Why? him. Because he's a big old... Skinny man. Homosexual? No, he's just got a nice body and no beer belly. Oh, not like us. Not like us. <laughs> <laughs> so the Seattle-based Elysian Brewing Company is bringing back its Glitter Is Pride Ale. Glitter Is... Uh, yeah, it's Glitter Is... Glitterous. Clitoris. Oh, glitterous. We got there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think that deserves one of these. Yeah. We don't know how to say it, and a lot of boys don't know how to find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, this menorah is light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was me. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> the cream ale was first introduced last year around the city's famous march and is once again in similar phenomenal glitter-laden packaging. The only thing that's different is that it has a brand new mascot, the one and only Jonathan <gasps> Fan. Yay! 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, when is the Pride Parade in New York City? Um, it's always the last uh, Sunday in June. Last Sunday in June. And it's the Pride March. It, it was a protest. Oh, sorry. And it always will be a protest. Okay. And we a cannot march. and we cannot it's not forget a parade. it. It's not a parade. It seems like one, but it's a, it's a march. It's a march. Because oh. our our equality t- still to this still day yeah. is being tested and you oh, know. Yeah. So, but we won't go down there. Back okay, to Jonathan great. Van Ness. Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> so, yeah. He's fabulous. It comes I served in- him at the U.S. Open with all of his friends, and mm-hmm. he was so nice. Yeah? He's so nice. Yeah. Oh, lovely. With all, with all that to, hair. He needed to trim a little, I think. But, you know. His pubes? <laughs> I took a big old gander. No. Oh, my God. No, so um, this beer, Jonathan Van Ness says, <laughs> it's fruity. It's got a little blackberry. It's got an undertone to it that's just fruity and yummy and gorgeous. But it's still beer, and I love a good beer. It's really delish. I do not like a fruit beer. No, no. Mm, no. no. Get that fruit out of my beer. No. But that's nice. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was going to be glitter in it. <laughs> also too, I, didn't we do a, a food news update with like glitter beer at one point? I think so. I mean, I mean, it's a great. Oh well, there was like the full unicorn, you know, yeah. glitter phase. Yeah, frappuccino. Seven hundred podcast episodes later, we can't remember. I all can't of them. remember. I smoked too much yes, pot. Okay. I know we got to do food news updates, greatest hits episode. One yes, day yes, absolutely, up. we will. San Jose is flying pride flags outside of a new Chick-fil-A location in protest. Yeah, fuck you, Chick-fil-A. Fuck you, Chick-fil-A. I thought we could eat there again, but no, no, no. Because Think Progress outed Chick-fil-A for its contributions to anti-LGBTQ organizations last year. Mm-hmm. They're still doing it. Yep, they and sure they, are. They um, recently, so I'm like loosely quoting this, but they recently released an article, somebody from Chick-fil-A, where it was like, oh, it's like a divine calling to like donate to these things that like fight. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a religious, I mean, yeah. it's a Christian organ. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the people that own Chick-fil-A are Christians, and so they donate. Yeah. But, I mean, in... It's like they're so yes, there's that for sure. But they also do they don't discriminate when they hire, and so they do actually employ a lot of LGBTQ um, people yeah. that work for them. Which I don't know how that it would works. work for an organization that, that yeah. But um, listen, according you. to Eater, the San Jose City Council has voted to place pride flags outside of the airport yes. where the new Chick Fil A is scheduled to open. Yep. I yep. love that. Yeah. Apparently, like, the mayor was like, oh, when we approved having Chick-fil-A, we didn't really think about it. <laughs> but now... I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I love this, though. Councilman Raul Perales was another staunch supporter of the plant and hopes to make the new location the gayest Chick-fil-A yes! in the country. You know what? That uh, You know what? I'm in full support. And I I'll go out... so cool. I'll go outside of that Chick-fil-A and eat Wendy's... Spicy chicken nuggets <laughs> right outside. Yeah. You know? I think everybody should do that all across the country is just put up tons of, of flags. Yep. All across the nation near Chick fil A's. No, <laughs> why not? Uh, why not? Why not? I think make that's a the, good plan. Yeah. Make right? it the gayest. Peaceful I love it. peaceful protests are the way to go. Yes. Well. I love so, it. I love it. That's cool. Starbucks Rainbow Pride Cups are here in case you missed out on the color-changing tumblers. What? Yes, for all Rainbow you... Cups. Yes, for all you basic bitches calling all the basic bitches. Calling Hello. all Hello, the I'm basic here. bitches. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm right here. Have you ever seen that YouTube video? <laughs> no. 
it's another reference. I'm forever making references. <laughs> I know they go. Um, <laughs> I'll show you later. Okay. Uh, uh, and for those of you out there that didn't get it, YouTube calling all the basic bitches. Um, <laughs> so, um, basically, I mean, what more is there to say? Starbucks released um, these uh, rainbow pride cups that, you know, that change colors. Do you have a picture? Yeah, I they're can't delicious. See. Let me see. Oh, I, Let me look. Oh, yeah, look at that. Ooh, they're actually yeah. very stylish. They I thought are. it'd be like, you know, your typical, but no, it's like a visor. I, I know. know. <laughs> it's uh, it's cute. I'd actually use this. I'd wear that. Starbucks, send us a rainbow tumbler. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm there for you, Starbucks. If you're supporting me, I'm supporting That's you. That's great. Good job. You know? So these are um you what are they? They're tumblers? You yeah, buy they're them, they're reusable, reusable cups. Great. Yeah. Guys, we gotta start using reusable reusable cups. Yeah, re- reusable cups. I mean it's in the morning. Yeah, we the have plastic started is drinking. causing <laughs> we cannot keep throwing this stuff away. Can't the, use it. Those BPAs are like really <laughs> causing you to slow your words. Yes. You know? Um, this uh. is a really interesting subject. Not that I think uh, Starbucks is doing it, but really quickly. Mm. There uh, there's um a thing recently called pride baiting what? where like all these companies like because it's pride Whoop, pride will, yeah, whoop, uh, will uh just throw rainbows on everything just to get mm. you to buy things mm-hmm. and it's pride baiting mm-hmm. so it's like just to take our money but like are you really supporting us even though i feel that starbucks is really supporting us and i don't think you're pride baiting pride baiting right? but i think that that? you can throw a you can slap a rainbow on anything you want if you want to donate a percentage of your profits to any kind of lgbtq organization yeah I that know. would be good but this um, pride baiting that's yes, no, no no bueno the the brand has launched the limited edition iridescent cups in celebration of pride kindness love and diversity mm. in both u.s and canadian stores for 16.95 however you <laughs> i'm sorry hold up <laughs> wait a minute that cup is 16 dollars and 95 cents hold on let's see if it if the goes to like a pride organization like uh, you said however you might want to hit uh your local starbucks uh, asap if you're dying to buy that was the og price of the color changing cups socks uh again is limited so a sellout should be coming all right you know what starbucks commitment to the lgbt community extends beyond the company's latest product starbucks continues to be an advocate for the lgbtq community and strives to create a culture of belonging inclusion and diversity and you know what Starbucks also treats their employees very, very well. They do. Like they pay them well and they get health benefits. Yes. So and their cups are sixteen dollars and ninety five cents. Well, that's how you know what? Fun. That's fine. You know? I'm not gonna buy a cup. But uh, yes. yeah. Great. Yeah. So cool. I mean, wait a minute. The company has also supported partners who are transgender or considering transitioning and even broadened health care coverage to include oh, gender God, reassignment yes. surgery. So All I right, stand Starbucks. behind okay, that, maybe I'll that buy price. A cup. Okay. I stand behind the price because okay. that that's what's getting. That's yeah. what's, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Shout out to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Starbucks. Good I for mean, you. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. As we <laughs> sit here drinking our Nespresso. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. I think that's the end of Food News Update. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, that That's was a pride. Cool. You have a picture of me just hanging on your wall. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah, of course. I have a picture of all up. my loved ones wow. in in this studio. Oh. Nice. Yeah, huh, you're look there. At me. I wish y'all could see it. Yeah, every, um, it's on our Liza, Instagram, right next to Liza Minnelli. <laughs> right, uh, well, uh, outside, across, <laughs> across, acro- across from Eddie Cantor. Uh, I'm in good right. company. Right? Yeah. Oh well, back to Pride. Oh my back God. To pride. So, 
Pride March is mm-hmm. June. So always the last Sunday in June. Okay. Pride. This is like we celebrate pride and diversity all month. All month. Uh-huh. Right? Um, month of June. The month of June. Uh-huh. And then, you know, like we celebrate the Pride Week mm-hmm. event after event after event. It's the last week of June ending in the, with the last Sunday in June as the Pride March. I don't think I told you this. Um, Reformed Tours are doing a Pride show in Connecticut on the Queen Mary, a riverboat. I love that. Are you going to get like rainbow fringe to wear? Oh, uh, we got to get, we're going to definitely get new costumes for that show. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. I'm, this is our first Pride show to do. And I mean, I, I kind of made it very clear when they called to book us because um, somebody had already seen us and they were like, oh, you guys would be perfect. And I just said very clear, we're two straight women. You know, I don't yeah. want any sort of confusion of, you know, that we're trying to act like lesbians or whatever. Like, yeah. we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We're just here to celebrate equality, uh, talk about sexual freedom, feminism. consent, feminism. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, perfect. No, yes, we know that. So I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Because I just wanted to make sure. You but know. yeah, they're, everyone's so on board. And we're going to be on a boat. I've, we've never performed on a boat. I ah! love that. It's I'm better so than excited. all those back alleys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Get off your knees, Marie. No. <laughs> but maybe if you're free, you could come with us. That could be kind of fun. When is that? June 15th in Connecticut. Oh, my God. I would Are you totally. In town? Yeah. Maybe in Jeremy town. will come. We'll make. I'm renting a car. Yeah. Yeah, why if not? y'all would stay in our hotel room, that I'll could drive. Be. Ooh, I'll drive. okay. Whatever. Do you drive? I think I drive more than you. No, um, you drive more than me because you're often on tour more than mm-hmm. uh, like. So you have reason to drive more than yeah. I do. But I do drive. Oh, okay, I drive yeah. uh, like every time I have a chance to drive. I yeah. drive. I drove. Well, that I, could be I really drove fun. to Provincetown. Last last October, yeah, you know that's like. A well, maybe we'll make drive. a full. Oh, that would be actually really fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like a full you know, thing. yeah. I mean, Might I'm as sure. Well. I, I'm sure I have like um, credit card points. I can get my own hotel. You know, yeah, for, if you want, or we got Jeremy a room too. They're yeah. putting us up for a night. Can you believe it? Ew. Yeah, Ew. you're a superstar. Yeah. So I wanted just to shout out a couple gay bars across America because oh yeah, I like I said there is no database out there. Um, mm. About this, and I actually think you and I should go on tour. Yes, get some yes. money and go on tour and, and uh, record something. I want to call um, "Eating Queerly" or "Queer uh, Queer Queer Eats." There's a good name in there, <laughs> um, like uh, kind of like that Anthony Bourdain style of mm-hmm. going across America and finding these um, LGBTQ owned places that are putting out. Good food. Right. A, and then like going into their homes and like learning about them and the people that and the struggle. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So I. Food Network, if you're listening, this is our show. Come that's, on. That's the show. In your mouth. That's Come on. literally the show because there's no database mm-hmm. of. And there are great, even here in New York, I just told tourists the other day, um, gay tourists, go to Julius. To, for the burgers. Right. Because it's they're putting out a good product. The burgers are delicious. Right, right. So good. Well the one thing that um about Julius is that the they just don't want the um the clientele to decline. I mean it's such a historic place. Yeah. Uh but you know, as the older generation is getting older, the younger generation, they want them to continue the legacy of what Julius is. So mm-hmm. we should be telling people about these places and we should, you know, tell the younger generation, come on, you well, youngins. Yeah, this is why <laughs> this is also why I'm 
actively diversify my portfolio, you know, <laughs> going back to that, is because I can't stay in this neighborhood with these new, like, these new bars are, yeah, they're great and they're fun, but I definitely go down to the West Village and definitely support mm. places like The Monster and Julius and Stonewall because we need to keep, these are our homes, you right, know? Right, right. This is where pride began. and Right. And a lot of gay bars yeah. have been closing, yeah. right? So many because mm. of gentrification and, you know, um, gay people move into these neighborhoods that weren't so savory and, mm. you know, like change the neighborhood. And then like the families start to move in and then the price goes up and then we have to move because right. people don't want their children seeing the homosexuals. Oh, you my know? God. It's crazy. So there's no database once again out there. I Googled and Googled and Googled and so I reached out via Facebook, even though I think a lot of people have me blocked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just to the hive to be like, hey, guys, across America, what are your favorite bars to go to that have really, really great food? Mm-hmm. I know here in New York, because a lot of the queens came, they're like, oh, therapy has such a great menu. Therapy here um, in New York. Have you been to therapy with mm-hmm. us? Yeah. Delicious. Uh-huh. They also have a great burger, but they, we always get the chicken skewers. They, they put out whoever designed that menu. And is keeping that like. I think I went. You had a birthday party there once. Yeah, probably. Or Jeremy. No, Jeremy had. Oh yeah, I brought that black man. Y'all were like, "Oh, hello." Delicious. Ah, he was a cutie. Yeah, he was gorgeous. Turned out to be a psycho. Uh, Asking you for money. Yep. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So therapy has a great menu. Obviously, um, Julius, delicious. Uh Um. People said uh, Club Cafe in Boston. Was really, really good. Oh, cool. And I've never been. Uh Um, The Eagle Bolt Bar in Minnesota. Ooh. Delicious. Shout out to you. Uh Um, Blake's on the Park in Atlanta. Oh, my God. Atlanta has a great gay scene. I know. I've never been. You've never been to Atlanta? No. I want (gasps) to go. Oh, my God. you got to come with me. Yes. Oh, my God. We would. Oh, my God. So fun. Oh, my God. And all them delicious southern mans. Oh, Mm. yeah. I love them Mm -mm -mm. peaches. (laughs) Yes, uh, Pronto in Royal Oak, Michigan. Oh, I've been, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. And Ro- Royal Oak um, is part of is in Detroit. Um, actually, yes. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> that's uh, that's who mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that place is awesome. Yeah, um, um, that full area is uh, like a a gay neighborhood. Yeah, um, that's really neat in Detroit too. You're like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, um, Black Book in Palm Springs came up. Oh, in California? Yeah. Oh, I've Delicious. never been to Palm Springs. Um, and then in Fort Lauderdale, Jim Bar has really great food. Ooh, There's a like gym bar, what? Jim Bar here. Jim uh, Bar, uh, last time I was there, I had Bang Bang Shrimp Tacos. Oh, shit. They yes. Were, oh, they Fuck were, yes. They were expensive, and I ordered about 10 of them. <laughs> Because they were like six bucks a piece, and I did not give a fuck. They were yeah. so fucking good. And then I think the bar is called Hunters. They have good food in Fort Lauderdale, too. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of bars that you can eat in, in Fort Lauderdale, gay bars. Mm-hmm. So, um, bitches, we do eat. We may eat in, <laughs> we may eat in hiding. <laughs> yeah, because when you were saying that you wanted to do food at gay bars, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I thought gay bars were just no. dancing and cocktails. You there know? was one down in Naples, Florida when I was there that I think is closed. I searched for it that had the best buffalo chicken sandwich mm. I have ever had in my life. Crispy? Yeah, so crispy. I don't know how they kept it so crispy because it was so saucy at the same Ooh, time. Yeah. And I don't know how that works because... Yeah, how do you get it saucy? Saucy it sauce. and crispy at the same time. Mm. It was delicious. I'm starving. Wow. <laughs> so good. I, I want to open up a gay bar here that like called like 
Auntie Moe's, you know? Mm, I think it could just be or, called Munoz. Or Uncle, or Uncle Mary's. <laughs> Uncle you know? Mary's, I love Uncle that. Uncle Mary's, uh-huh. where we just serve, like, you know, buffalo chicken, <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah. little bites, but, like, really, really good. So there's, like, a buffalo chicken sandwich or, like, boneless mm-hmm. buffalo wings, like, some fries, like, mm-hmm. some special fries or some, like, um, like cheddar tots and Ooh. like keep it real simple like you have like a menu of six things oh my god mm. flaming saddles here does a frito pie oh don't even get me started yeah they open a bag of fritos yeah. and open a can of chili <laughs> and, and some cheese that's my camping that's what i yeah. eat camping and a gay bars <laughs> you know or Fun. maybe they, i don't i don't think they make their own chili they may i may be misquoting i don't want to <laughs> do that but i thought it was like you know boop 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 you know yeah. the real style of yeah. frito pie i appreciate any bar that has food like even if it's a little you know num num like frito pies or some chips or pickles or whatever the fuck but because this bitch drinks too much and needs something to put in her belly and that's what also uncle mary's would have some killer fried pickles Ooh, pickle backs would you do pickle backs um i don't know if the gays are into pickle backs oh maybe i don't know the lesbians are maybe i'm just kidding i have no and it would be an all-inclusive bar come ladies night come you know Mm mm-hmm like, yeah, get that bro night. Like, no, just kidding. <laughs> everyone's welcome. Like, it's good. It would be like advertised as like a come one, come all. Like, mm. we want the lesbians there. We want the trans community there. We right. want the uh, gay community there. You know, we want mm-hmm. the whole like the rainbow. Come in mm-hmm. and come together. Mm. You know, would come they come together? together? Yes, they come together. So yeah, isn't that great? Well, I think this is such a fun episode to kick off Pride Month. I know. I feel smarter. And listeners, this month we're actually going to be celebrating Pride all month long. And stay tuned. So for the rest of the month, we're going to have different um, guests who are LGBTQ uh, chefs or owners or, you know, we haven't booked everybody yet. So uh, we don't know. But everyone will be here to celebrate Pride. Yes, we we have our our agent out and we're you know the community is out and going and we're trying to get the people on that's right and you know what we do have to take one little second and thank our sponsor oh yeah guys we have a sponsor we we haven't you know if you go to instagram you can see all the pictures but let's talk let's dive into it real quick because what better way to celebrate pride month than with our sponsor swig and swallow Swallow is a line of fresh, all-natural cocktail mixers sold half full with room left to add spirits directly to the mixer bottle. No measurement required. Yes, so you can get shit house. Oh my God, you can get so shit house. I had some mojitos last night in my house, just shaking up that thing and yeah. then pouring over some ice. It was the best. So delicious. It's all natural. It's just, it's like you have your own bartender just sitting exactly. there. And if you pour the booze in and then freeze it, it turns into slush. I made frozen cocktails. Cosmos the I other day. I saw that. Yes. So, uh, do you put the the liquor in first and then freeze yeah, it, or fr- freeze it? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, guys, that's, look that's up Swig and Swallow. Uh, Go support them. They support us. We love. Yeah, them we love so them much. so much. Yeah. You know. Wow, what a love-filled episode. I know, this was so good, and I'm really excited to see how the rest of like the pods go for the rest of the month. Yeah, you know? me too. Yeah. Um. Oh, I know. How I would like to ask you, maybe we can end every episode this month um, by asking our guests, and I'll start with you, because we All don't right. have a guest. Yeah. Um, um, what does pride mean to you? Oh, um, that's a good question. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not going to get teary-eyed about it. Or Aww. maybe I will. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I'm already starting to cry. Um, 
I think uh, pride means a comfortability in your own skin to live your truth mm. freely and openly. Because when you when you live your truth, you're you can be your whole self, honestly, and mm-hmm. so open to love, and then open. Uh, open to love outwardly and open to receive love because then there's no there's no boundaries there's right. no there's nothing stopping you mm-hmm. right but uh, from like not living your truth because like i have i i am proud i am proud of who i am i am proud of this journey i am i wouldn't be who i am like if i i didn't take the path and live the struggles and if those those women didn't grab me aside and educate right. me that one mm-hmm. that one pride march mm-hmm. and they're like no you need to know this history this is right. important you know to carry on and and even that that's what pride means to me mm. you know um a celebration of living living in your truth mm. i have to say you have such an awesome group of friends too um that it seems like you know, you do talk about your struggle and, and, you know, through the years of like coming out and it just seems it's so fun and, and, you know, (laughs) rewarding to make it about myself. Uh, but just to be around your group of friends who really are living their truth and they're so, everyone's so joyful and it's contagious to be around you guys. You can't help but like feel happy i don't know yeah it's um i am very really fun to hang out with you and your friends i'm very blessed in the sense of that a lot of gay people and we did that pod about like the gay homeless youth and right and whatnot they're not as lucky as i am you know um and a lot of um gay people lgbtq people um are don't have families and so they're forced to choose their family and this family that i've yes. surrounded myself with that are not my like given family whom i love my, i have the best supportive mother she's amazing. ever she she you just is, took her to julia's yes and and pieces for, and dra- pieces for, for drag for drag bingo oh my God. so um she loves a gay bar but um the family my chosen family has been very curated and mm. everyone specifically adds something to my life and i think that in return because right and and we live in our truths and and sometimes we fight we certainly argue and and right. but like it like just a family pro- yeah but it propels us forward you right. know and right. it's like okay like enough with it you know there's very little drama right and it's very beautiful and so well, they're lucky to have them. you and i'm lucky well you know what you're part of that family Marie. i know, you know i feel so honored i didn't call i didn't call anybody else that one day a year and a half ago being like bitch we need to do a po- we're doing this well i haven't for years told you that you're a star so, so you know you are you really and, are oh this is a great way to begin pride month i'm it so is. excited oh my god you should take you could take your hat off now oh okay <laughs> but i don't want to oh you can wear it to the march <laughs> You'll fit Maybe right I in. Will. Maybe well. Anywho, <laughs> this has been a great episode. It has been. Thanks for coming on this pride journey with me. Of course, I love you. And thank you to you all out there for listening to In Your Mouth. <laughs>